0: Hi, and welcome back to the Mind Your Home podcast. I am your host, Mia Danielle. So today we're going to talk about something that sounds kind of gross, all right, and that is rejecting. The art of rejecting, specifically, is what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, this is one of those words that just sounds really, ugh, like nobody wanted, you know, one of the, probably one of the worst feelings or sensations that you can experience as a human because we're really social beings is feeling like you're rejected you know rejecting things and and our identification with this word reject really transitions and transfers into how difficult it is to let go of our stuff because even in the act of letting things go sometimes you feel like you're like rejecting these different belongings i know it sounds crazy but it's true like we tend to infuse our belongings with our own emotions and you know it's funny because matt's told me this before when we first got together that when he was a kid he had a lot of trouble letting go of anything He would have trouble dropping a nickel into a wishing well because just something about he knew that that was the last time that he was ever going to see that particular nickel. And just the, the finality of it, just the idea of I'm never going to see or experience or have this particular thing in my life after this moment, that finality of the rejection seems like too much. You know, it seems like such a big decision when you think of it like that, when you think of it as like a final thing or as something that you're removing or or losing from your life in some way, even on a smaller scale. And I know that particular example sounds a little bit silly, and obviously he's grown a lot since he was a kid, but you know, it makes sense. We'll stay in relationships that are way overdue, that are maybe even toxic, and you know it's not right, but just the idea of the finality of having a person removed from your life, it just, it, it feels painful. But it might actually make you feel a little bit better to know that rejecting is generally a passive action. Like most of the time we go about our lives consistently, constantly just rejecting different things. And most of the time it's not an act of not choosing something so much as it is the act of just choosing something else. For example, if you have any experiences where you personally felt rejected and that's kind of got you tied into this whole fear of rejection type of mentality, and that can even transfer into your stuff too. When you get this whole fear of rejection, then you can really um, start to resist letting go of pretty much anything. I mean, that can extend to your belongings. It can extend to other people and just holding on too tight to every relationship you come into contact with. I mean, it can really domino out. But not all rejections are active rejections. Like if you feel like you've been rejected at different points in your life, it could very well be that it wasn't so much a slap in the face to you and a no, I do not choose you so much as it was choosing to go a different way, choosing something or someone else, and thereby rejecting all of the other options. But we reject all the time. You can't choose one thing without rejecting something else. If you go to college and you choose a degree, you're thereby rejecting all of the other degree options. Now, sure, you can get a few degrees if you want, but you're still rejecting many other options. You just can't do it all. And this is a good thing because you can't prioritize and achieve things in one area without not prioritizing everything else. Does that make sense? Like, in order to prioritize one thing and really succeed and be effective and efficient in one area of your life, you're thereby not prioritizing a whole bunch of other things. You're rejecting a whole bunch of other things. Every person. Who has ever succeeded and achieved great things has let go of achieving in other areas. So, if you look at people who are, you know, taking on minimalism, minimalists or essentialists, people who are really parsing down, they're choosing to simplify by being proactive and intentional about what they're rejecting. They're they're choosing to reject having additional belongings or having additional, you know, time and energy that's spent on tending to their environment in exchange for something else that they're prioritizing as having a higher value. Pretty much every decision is a rejection. So think about it, what have you rejected today? How about maybe you went to a coffee shop? How many many coffee beverages did you reject this morning when you chose your hot caramel macchiato You rejected that white chocolate mocha. You rejected the, the Breve, the Granitas. You rejected all of those other options. And it's not that one was necessarily good or bad. It's not that the act of rejecting means that the thing that you're rejecting is wrong or that it's bad. Here's an example. So when we were looking at puppies... And we waited a long time before we could get a puppy. And now some of you may know we have our pup, Charlie. She'll be a year old already next month. And when we were looking at puppies, it was... It was kind of touch and go there. I mean, this could have gone a really different way. We went to different shelters. We waited in line around like the corner of a shelter for some puppies. And, you know, after doing a lot of research, both online and showing up in person to different places, we went to a PetSmart where they were having a a puppy interaction kind of, you know, I don't even know what they call it, but basically like a, a little a little puppy gathering where you can try out different pups. You can take them on walks, see how they mesh with your family and all of that. So, you know, Matt and myself and both of the girls, we went out and we were interacting with these different puppies. And one of them was a lovely, a lovely pup. I don't know, I mean, they weren't like little puppies. She was probably maybe one or two years old. And she was, uh, you know, a good size, good size for the home. She was really sweet. She really liked us. And honestly, like I tell them all the time, you know what, if I hadn't been there that day at PetSmart, we wouldn't have Charlie, we would have a different dog. The issue was that it was, she was so hyper, and I can't remember her name, but she was just, she was really hyper, and I've kind of been burned by hyper dogs in the past. Not that there's, you know, like, you know, different dogs have different temperaments, and I'm somebody who's just a little more chilled and laid back, and I can't have that incessant you know like hyperactivity going on around me so that that was the main issue perfectly fine dog probably is a lovely family member for some family right now but just that that one little thing that was kind of nagging on me whenever we would walk her that she wanted to kind of like jump and run back and forth and was really distracted by every other puppy or family that walked by and so I said not right now you know like if we We're going to continue looking, and if we're not able to find anything, then let's just not make this decision on the spot. We can come back later, and if this particular pup is still available, then maybe it's just meant to be, and we'll get them. But I I said no at that time. I rejected this perfectly lovely puppy, okay? And then that same night, all that same night, like within an hour, we saw an ad pop up on Craigslist. Charlie was in the litter. It was... Perfect size and and you know like breed mixture for what we were looking for for our family And we showed up that very same night and picked up charlie who is now our beloved Animal who's perfect for our family, you know, she's just perfect for what we need and that's how you know Most of rejections go it's not that something is wrong or bad with the thing that you're rejecting per se It might just mean that something else is better for you or is more right for you or that that thing is wrong for you. Here's another way to look at it. Mark Manson, who's an author, says, choose how you're willing to suffer the pain that you want to sustain. That's the hard question that matters. And basically what he says is that when you're choosing what you want to do with your life, what you want to choose versus what you want to reject, that you should choose the things that you're okay with the pain that comes with them. Instead of like, cause when we're making decisions, usually we're, we're looking at the positive. Like, Ooh, I, I want to have a beach body. I want to have a million dollars. You know, I want to be in a rock band. We have all of these positive ideas of the things that we want that are, that are the good side that comes with that thing. But what, What keeps us from getting there isn't the good stuff. If it was just the good stuff, then we would achieve everything that we wanted, you know? If you were just looking at the good things that you wanted inside of your home, you would have no problem with getting all of the clutter out and creating this beautiful, streamlined, you know, chic-looking environment that you want. It's the bad stuff that comes along with what we want that keeps us from achieving those goals. So, you know, yeah, you want the beach body, but are you willing to put up with the pain of going to the gym every day? Is that something that, that you're willing to accept the pain of that thing? You know, maybe you want the, the promotion at work, but are you willing to put in the extra overtime or to do the things that are required to do to get to that position that you want? And if you're not, then that's fine. It's okay. It's just not, it's not the right choice for you. It's something that, you know, maybe something else, has just as good positive effects, but the pain is also something that you're okay with working toward so I think that's kind of an interesting way to look at it is you know like not just focusing on the positive things that you want to choose what it is that you're choosing versus rejecting, but also to consider like what what pain or what chains are you okay with so when it comes to your stuff, you choose your own chains, everything that you hold on to, and I'm sure you've heard this before. That everything that you have takes something from you. And it's up to you to choose those chains. That's what I call it. You choose your chains. Nobody else is responsible for you. It's important to identify that that is a choice. So, whatever your home situation is, whatever it is that you think that you have this lofty dream of what your space is going to look like and what it's going to be like, if you're not willing to, go through the process of rejecting things to go through that little uncomfortable period, you're not willing to accept the pain that comes along with that, then you've chosen your chains of, you know, having the clutter of what your environment's going to look like. So you choose your chains. Let's say, you know, maybe you have a vision of just a big Beautiful home, like a mini mansion with high end belongings and a nice, beautifully landscaped yard and a you know a nice car and a couple of pets. you know well, if you have to maintain a workaholic lifestyle in order to pay for all of that, then that's you choosing your chains. Your chain is now that you have to work more in order to pay and maintain um if you want to travel well your mortgage doesn't stop your lawn still needs to be tended to the cat needs to be fed you know these are all choices this is you choosing your chain so it's always of course a trade-off you're going to be rejecting something You know, if you choose the mini mansion with the landscaped yard and all of that stuff, if you choose that, well, then you're rejecting the lifestyle of living out of your backpack and traveling to 10 countries per year. You know, everything is a trade-off. So try thinking of your schedule in that same way. You know, if you feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you're doing all these things, part of which you don't even want to be doing, but you're feeling obligated or you're just following the motions and doing them anyway because you're so used to it, try coming from the mindset that you don't have to do anything. There's really nothing that you have to do. Everything is a choice. You know, you can choose to not eat. You can choose to, you know, not go to work. You could choose to quit your job today and just make zero income. Obviously, there are side effects to these choices. There are negative things that are going to come along with it. Consequences, right? You're choosing your consequences by choosing your actions. So when you look at your schedule and all the things that you have going on and, you know, you're driving yourself nutty, right? Well, look at all of these things that you have on your schedule and think, Are there any consequences that maybe I'm actually okay with? Maybe I'm okay with this person being mad at me in exchange for me getting these two hours back to my day every day to do what I want with. Maybe I'm okay with not getting the extra overtime and pay that I don't necessarily need right now, and I'm okay with exchanging that for a few extra hours of peace. Even when it doesn't feel like it's a choice, it's still a choice. So I just want to, you know, bring this whole new idea, this new concept, to this term rejection, and to reject and encourage you to use it with intention, to be somebody who rejects. It's totally okay. I give you permission to be a rejector. Is that a new word? A rejector. Um, to reject the things, that are not right for you, whether that's in your belongings inside of your home or different tasks that are on your schedule or different big life decisions that are influencing how you feel and how you live your life every day. You're going to be rejecting anyway, okay? So if you choose to hold on to all the stuff that you're doing or that you're holding on to or that you have in your home or the, you know, the people that are bringing you down, if you choose to hold on to all of that, in doing so, you're still rejecting other things that you could be enjoying, you know, holding on to the clutter. You're, you're rejecting having that vision of a home where you have more peace and clarity and energy every day, filling up your schedule. You're rejecting having that extra couple of hours to sit and just enjoy yourself or take a nap or, you know, just recuperate your own energy and peace and all that good stuff. So you're rejecting anyway, and you get to choose what you're going to reject. So let's go be master rejector.